0: well welcome to episode two of unapologetically you i guess after one comes two but before christian came a jew and speaking of jews i just want to be clear here jesus of nazareth was in fact a jew and according to adam sandler oj simpson not a jew but guess who was hall of famer rod carew The Hanukkah Song, great song by Adam Sandler, who I actually believe was just nominated for like a Centurion Comedy Award. Um, I saw that on CNN the other day. and Don't worry, I don't actually watch CNN, but it came on in my hotel TV room. And it just made me think, man, Adam Sandler, what a career. And it gave me the idea for today's episode, which was just honoring the process on this journey of life, right? We have this construct that it's all about the outcome. It's about the destination. Oh, when I get there, I will be this. The Western world construct of happiness delayed. Well, once I get there, I tell you, 57 years old, two years post-retirement, 401k cashed in, sitting on a beach with my feet up, dead at 59. Oh, the Western world construct of delayed gratification. I will be happy when. Well, how about you be happy now? How about we choose to be happy now and we actually tie happiness to our process and we let God have the outcome. It doesn't mean we don't celebrate the outcomes. It doesn't mean we don't celebrate accolades and trophies and experiences. Fantastic. Let's have a celebration, but let's celebrate the process. Let's celebrate the fourth set on leg day of the third exercise and the ninth rep. Not just when your quad and hamstrings separate, if you even do legs, hashtag, I need to do some squats. They call me Pinocchio, not because of the nose, but because of the calves, my friends, I could do a few raises. With all that being said though, all of the glory in life, all of the nectar of life, all the lemon juice to me is really in the process. And when you fall in love with the process and it's aligned with something that you do, oh, that is where the sweetness of it all exists. But we lose sight of that. And a lot of that is because of societal conditioning of the maya, maya meaning the illusion that is life, right? All of these self-constructed narratives of how a successful life is supposed to unveil and look. But my friends, let me tell you this, life is whatever you want it to be. The opportunity in life truly is to experience life. To overcome certain limiting beliefs and contextual ideas that you have to grow and to prosper and to enjoy, to enjoy life, to live life in I-N joy. These aren't emotions that we just get to one day. And I'm talking about people in my life that, you know, are in their 60s and 70s now, and I'm still not seeing them in states of joy all the time. Even as work slows down, it's like, what narrative were we sold on? We need to learn as a society to tie happiness to our process. So let's talk about process. What does process actually look like? Well, to me, process is really defined as the habits, routines, and rituals that you take part in on a daily basis to get towards a desired goal or outcome. But the ability is to find happiness, joy, prosperity and peace within these processes, within the habits, within the rituals, within the routines. That's where the happiness exists. That's where the growth actually exists because the only moment you really have is the present moment so just by virtue of the thought fallacy of well i'm going to be happy in the future when i get to this point this point that i've made up in my mind the only place the future exists is in your own mind now you might say well john no well the future is going to happen it's going to come Everybody on planet Earth, if you interviewed all 8 billion people, every one of us have a different construct and concept of the future. But the reality is is that there's only going to be one future. Like, were people predicting COVID? Were they predicting that future? Were we predicting this future? What future? What what future is it that you speak of? The future, to me, is just a construct. And, And it actually brings more energetic drain and anxiety into our life because when the future that we've desired or constructed doesn't come or doesn't arrive exactly as we thought it should, we suffer because we have resistance to the very present moment reality that is unfolding before us. But if we just focus on the process and the experience of the process, what does this feel like? Like, what does it feel like to be in this process right now? Not, oh, man, what is this process going to get me? Like, when are the results going to come? It's like the Amazon Prime of process to outcome. Well, I did my process. Where's my outcome? I want my outcome now, goddammit. It's like the movie Waiting with Justin Long and Ryan Reynolds. Hilarious movie. If you've ever worked in the restaurant industry and you haven't seen it, my girl Anna Ferris is in it also. There's an opening scene in the movie. The guy comes in with his wife. It's their anniversary. She'll have a Coke, he says. And he has a bad waiting experience just as long as a server and the guy's so offended he says you know what I want a hot fudge sundae and he says well we'll mail you some coupons he says no I want it now god damn it and that is a metaphor for the present moment he doesn't want some coupons mailed to him that he can possibly use in a future that may not even exist he wants it now god damn it and don't we all don't we all want it right now but guess what you don't control when you're going to get your metaphorical hot fudge Sunday. All you control is your process. Own your process. Take your process by the horns, whatever it is, and just find love and admiration and courage to show up each and every day and to honor your process. A great way to do this is to write out your day before you go to bed at night and to have an idea of what you are going to do tomorrow. And yes, this is the same guy that said, well, tomorrow doesn't exist yet. How do I know what I'm going to do? Because you're taking the element of control that is in your favor and you're lining that up with your process. So you have a very strong idea of what you are going to do tomorrow in this moment. And we honor our process. We show up for our process. There's persistence in our process, there's discipline in our process, but there's also flexibility in our process, right? Because we allow space and room for the very universe that we don't control to sometimes come in and fuck with our process a little bit. And that's okay. That's part of it. Again, we control what we can't. We relinquish what we can. Hashtag serenity prayer, you know? Let me focus on that which I do control and relinquish that which I do not, which very often is the outcome. Again, the less resistance that we have to outcomes that we don't desire, the less we're going to suffer. We are going to feel pain in this life. Absolutely. Physiologically, human beings have sense receptors that allow us to unfortunately experience pain. But suffering, my friends, is optional we suffer in correlation and degree to the following the difference between how we perceive reality and what is actually unfolding the gap between those two things reality reality and our perception of how we think it should be is the degree to which we suffer and suffering sucks but suffering is so familiar. It's as if we're supposed to suffer. Well, you didn't get the grade you expected on that project. Now suffer and sit in that suffering and then try and produce creative work in the confines of the frequency of suffering. Like it's it's we put on the self-constricted handcuffs, put ourselves in a prison cell, and then we eventually realize there's no handcuffs other than the ones I put on myself. I hold the key and I put myself in a prison But the door is actually wide open. And on the other side of this prison is infinite expansive space where I can actually choose to do anything I want in this moment because it ends up being an inside job, my friends. Let's control our process. Let's own our process. Another technique that we can look at to really cultivate strong process in life is to align ourselves with people who have processes or, or are archetypes of that which we want to achieve. So let's just take a real example. Let's say that you really want to get in better shape in, in 2023. It's, it's late March 2023 right now as you're listening to this. So if, you, if you're not where you want to be yet, beautiful. Because guess what? You cannot go in the past and do those push-ups or air squats or sit-ups that you missed. Those Those, unfortunately, we have to let go. But in this moment we certainly can cultivate the energy to start. One of the beautiful things that we can integrate into our process is finding like minded people in a in our tribe in our community, whatever you want to call it, a lot of people in the fitness world will say, Hey, join my fitness tribe, beautiful, like minded individuals who can motivate us and help keep us on track. But again, because we take full accountability, it's always up to us to internalize the concept of showing up, to honor our process, and to ensure that we're gonna show up and do the work. But to have energy from a collective, absolutely beautiful. You know, I just finished a 22 day meditation course and I would be lying to the gods of the universe if for one second I could have quote unquote, done that myself. Absolutely not. The energy of those around me, the inspiration of seeing other people, in a process for 22 days absolutely motivated and encouraged me because now what you now what you see is that we were taught as children to actually mock like behavior it's like if you go to a library and you pull out a guitar and start screaming you're just not going to fit in so why do you go to a library to study to read to be quiet So again, why do you go to a gym or a workout class? Well, because people are doing that. It will motivate you hopefully to do the same. Community is so powerful when it comes to process. This can be for group meditations, fitness classes, uh, eating healthy, having intellectual conversations, like find people that are into similar things that you are and team up with them and create communities and, and leverage that because leverage through community will be huge for you. And then we release that outcome. The outcomes will truly take care of themselves when we go all in on our process. We let go of the outcome and we let God. This is where divinity, God, infinite intelligence, the universal force. And the next episode is actually going to be on the concept of God because I think and I actually know that for anyone that tunes into Unapologetically You The conversation about God is going to come up and I want to give at least a definition of how I optically look at God, because I know there's a lot of, you know, agnostic and atheistic people that possibly will listen to this show. And I honor you wherever you are in life. I was once extremely atheistic, agnostic, not really believing in any sort of spiritual energies, but, you know, I have since changed my stance I'd say 180 degrees to definitely fully believe in divine intervention and infinite intelligence and what I really do call God. But we will get into that in the next episode. And I want to thank you again for tuning into episode two, where we've talked about the idea of process and owning our process in life, relinquishing the outcome to a greater force and showing up for ourselves our family for our friends and just to experience the nectar of life and tying our happiness our peace our prosperity the very dopamine release that we're so used to getting when we quote unquote get what we want let's tie that dopamine release to the process man i did it i did it i did what i said i was going to do that's beautiful my friends have a beautiful day thank you again for tuning in to unapologetically you and we will see you next time Have a blessed day. Love you.